Mark Howard has been training business owners for over 20 years with online business tools and strategies that help them grow and succeed. If you want to grow your business fast and save time, then keep listening. If you want to grow it even faster in less than three months, then visit www.businessmachine.biz. And now, here's Mark. Good day, this is Mark Howard from The Business Machine, and in this episode, we're talking case studies. They can provide a real in-depth look at your customer's journey and how they overcome a challenge with the help of your business. Case studies are extremely important on your website, and in this episode, I'm going to show you how you can set them up, the best layout and format you should be using, and as a bonus, I'm going to show you one little trick or tip that you can use on your website to get more Google reviews than ever before. Did you know that you can get even more from Mark Howard, including mini marketing sessions, one-to-one sessions, and even access to his private VIP Facebook group? Interested? Then head over to www.patreon.com slash business machine and check out the different memberships he has on offer today. Case studies are possibly one of the most overlooked aspects to any company's website. And certainly when it comes to driving traffic to your website you want to be able to showcase what you do now what a lot of people would tend to do obviously is create pages on their social media and on their website and say look this is what we do but you need to showcase this as well and this is where case studies really play an important part now one of the reasons why many people don't actually look at doing case studies is because the time and effort they feel it takes to actually create them so they're sitting there thinking now what do i do how do i do this how do I get it through? But the point of the matter is with all case studies is they don't have to take a long time to do. And as soon as you've done the work with a client is to actually put the case study up onto your website, get it showcased, and then use it out to all your social media and let people know. And there's a, there's a reason why you do this. And specifically in industries where you may work with different types of industries, then there's a reason why you would do this. And I'm going to use the example of my website businessmachine.biz and I'm going to use the example I'm going to put the link actually into the description below and I'm going to use the example of how I do it and why I do it in a certain way so if you used to go to the website if you used to go to the businessmachine.biz and then if you look on the top you'll see there's a link to recent work that is my case studies that's where they are and you'll actually see all the case studies or some of the case studies already listed out onto the website there and as you go through, you can see that they're all done in basically by industry. Now, the reason why I want to do it by industry is because if I'm doing work for a particular company, so let's say, for example, if I'm looking on the site here, uh, we've got carpenters on here, we've got paint repairs, that's my fire and north site, we've got travel agents, IFAs, you know, we've got a lot of different industries on there. Now, if someone's looking for a website, and let's say they are looking for, I don't know, so they're an accountant and they're looking for uh, an update to their website or they want to change the website or even a new website. Then coming to my my website, they will actually see that there's a section, you know, website, websites for accountants, websites for bookkeepers. And from that, they can see the different types of websites I've done for different accountant clients that I have got. So it's actually easy for me to actually drive people through who are specifically after something. And I said, there you go. That's what we've done. Have a look and tell me what you think. And is there anything you'd like to look off? 
Now, interestingly, this this really came to play not so long ago, actually, with one of my members of the BNI group, the electrician, who saw the work that I'd done for my father-in-law. And my father-in-law runs a car paint repair company. And they had a look at the site that I did there. And he said, hey, do you know, actually, I'd like a site that looks like that, but obviously for electricians. So, again, because he saw the site, because it was the case study was there, he's able to identify what he was able to look at. So, it's basically he can see what he wants. It's like when you're selling a house. You know, when you sell a house, you don't sell a house with no furniture in it. When you dress the house, you put furniture into it, you make it look good, you make it look homely, you do everything that's right, because all the trigger points. So when somebody walks in, they think to themselves, yeah, I can see myself living here, I can see myself being in this room or in this house. And it's the same when you're working on your industry of case studies. When somebody comes along and they see a case study, they say, actually, that's me, that's where I am. And I want to get to that place where this person is. And obviously this company can take me to that place because they've got a great case study there. But what makes a good case study? What what are the key aspects that you need right now to make a good case study? So what I'll do is I'm going to run through some of the, what I call the top features that I would expect to see on a good case study. And again, have a look at the layout that I've done. It's not the be all and end all of layouts, but it's just one that I know works for me and my company. So obviously with any case study, you've got to start off with a headline, a title, and that normally is something that's going to grab the person's attention. And it's either the company name or the person you've done work for, or even the industry you've done work for. And then what I would always suggest you do underneath that is have a, an area of where they are located, where the customer's located. You don't need to give their full address. If they're in London, if they're in Nottingham, Brighton, it doesn't matter where they are. But put down where they're located. Now the reason you put that down it's quite simply, if someone comes to my website, so a business machine is located in Horsham, West Sussex, but they see that I'm doing work for people in Nottingham, for example, and they're based up in Nottingham or they're based further away from Horsham than they would like, they think, well, these guys are actually quite happy to work across the whole of the UK. So they can see quite quickly that because my geographics are quite large and quite, quite far apart, they will contact me and say, well, if he's happy to work there, then he will be happy to work with me. The next thing is you want to do is what I call the features. So, you know, just bullet point, just some of the very quick things that you've done for this client. There's no no in-depth details, nothing at all. Very quick bullet points. So, for example, I would turn around and say, you know, this client's got a responsive design. They've had social media work done, advanced site applications, etc., etc. And I'll list down a bullet point, just some very quick sections right at the top of the work they've done. And, of course, some kind of graphical image of the work that you've done well as well. So, for example, if I was to take my father-in-law's car paint repair, you know, having a before and after photograph on the case study is a great thing to do as well. And I would probably add in there as well things like make of car or model of car and age of car. So people can actually start to see, you know, oh, this guy's actually happy to work with these older cars or younger cars. This is, and this is some of the things he's done. So this is, you know, straight away you're giving someone a very quick snapshot and that's going to be right at the top of the case study. Now, the second part of the case study is really what I call uh, the the project overview and the testimonial. So the project overview is basically a breakdown of the work that you've done. And it doesn't have to be war and peace either. Probably three, four paragraphs at the absolute most, but don't go into massive amounts of details. Could be very quick, this is what we've done, this is their issues, and this is their problems. 
So highlight the issues, the pains, the fears. That's what you've got to start with. And then what you then do is show the solution, the outcome, and how you got over this client's problems. So you're highlighting the client's problem, and then you're showing how you got over the client's problem. And that's pretty much the project's overview. And then the last part on that section as well is a testimonial from the client. Now, it doesn't have to be a Google reviews testimonial. It would be nice. But you can just say to the client, look, can I write up a testimonial? And most clients will allow you to write a testimonial because a lot of time they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll do your testimonial, but they have got time to do it. So just say, well, look, I'll write it for you. Just check it for and make sure you're happy with the wording that I've used. Uh, and if you are, then uh, you can possibly copy and paste that and leave that as a Google review for me as well. Hint, top hit there, by the way. So that's the last bit. And then the final part is your call to action. Now, the call, if you look at my part, for example, if you look at the case studies on the websites that I do, you see I actually have two call to actions on the case studies. The first call to action is, this your button says click here for an instant online quotation. So if somebody wants an instant website quotation, they can click on a the button there and then and get an instant online quotation. So they've read the review, they've read the case study, and then they've got that option to get the quotation online. But maybe they don't want that quotation. Maybe they're not interested at the moment. So underneath, it's, there's a contact form. It says, you know, if you're interested in having a website built like this, or if you're interested in having work similar to this, why don't you get in touch, please? Fill in the contact details below, submit it to us, and we'll get in touch and let you know what we can do and how we can do that work for you. So you created this testimonial, and as I said, the best way to do this is, is as soon as you finish the work for your client, as you just jump on and do the testimonial. It should take you five minutes. And what I've actually done is actually created a very simple system in the back end of WordPress that allows me to very quickly, and I mean when I say quickly, I'm talking five minutes of actually being able to fill in a form in the back end of my website, click submit, and then it actually creates the case study in the format and the layout that I actually want it to do. So you can do that. If you're interested in something along those lines, please let me know and I'll show you how that can be done or the easiest way to do that for you as well. Now, the important thing is once you've created your case study and you've got it ready to go, and of course, it's going to be searched indexed by the search engines as well, so that's really important. That's why you need to put in the industry of the type of person that you're working with. So, for example, I'll put in websites for plumbers, websites for electricians, that type of thing. So that, that will help with the search engine rankings. But what this allows you to do as well is when it comes to your social media. You created this post, you created this case study on your website it looks really nice and then what you can do is you can take the, the case study itself and then share it to all your social media posts people are interested they will actually come and click on it and actually go to that post now do you want to take it a stage further and i can hear you saying yes do you want to take it a stage further let me tell you how to do that right now i'm not going to go into too much details but i'll give you a very quick tip what you can do is for that page for that case study is create a retargeting advert for that page. So what you do is, let's say I've created a website for an accountant, which I have done. What I can do is I can create a Facebook retargeting advert just on that page, just for that case study. So that when an accountant comes on and looks at that page, goes, oh, that's interesting, da, 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 da. Then when they go back to Facebook, Facebook will pick up on that and they'll start showing an adverts from the business machine for websites for accountants. So you see how I've done that. So it's a good way of driving people back to your website as well. That's this is why we use the case studies of social media. I did promise right at the start of this as well, one very quick top tip on how to get more 
Google reviews. Now, I'll give you a little tip earlier on with the case study by saying write the review for the client because people can be lazy. They haven't got time to do it. So write the review for the client, get them to check it over, and then they can cut and paste that and put it onto the Google so make it really easy. There's one other top tip I want to give you as well, and this is absolutely paramount. And you can see this all over my website. At the bottom of the page on the website, it says, click to leave us a review. Click to leave us a review on Google. And that's what you're going to be doing. You're going to put a button and you can put it on the, the case studies as well. So you can either have it on every single one of the case study pages. But literally just have this button that says, you know, click to leave us a review. And then what will happen is when people go on there and if they had work done from, uh, if you've done work for them, they will click on that button and they will actually leave a review. The thing is, the reason why people don't leave Google reviews is because they think it's difficult, they think it's complicated. But if you make it easy and take that away from them, they will actually click on a single button. You're making your life so much easier for them and for yourself. And it also means when someone says, oh, can I leave you a review? Say, yeah, absolutely. Go to my website, click on the button, it's there. It's all over the place. So that is my top tip for you on that one. If you've enjoyed this podcast, and I really hope you have done, and you love the information I've given here, can I ask you to return the love for me, please, and do one or two things. Number one, if you're not already doing that, can you please follow or subscribe to my podcast? Because you will get updates on all my podcasts as they come through. That's number one. If you've already done that, but you want to do something a little bit different, and just help me out here, simply do this. I just want you to leave comments, please below if there's any comments you've got any questions anything at all about this podcast about case studies if you want to know how to make your case study stand out from your competitors leave the comments please below and i'll get in touch with you that's all i ask you to do either follow subscribe or leave a comment have a fantastic week in business and i look forward to talking to you real soon